And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener, your host, Ken Lane, talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And, oh boy, is this ever, the butterflies are out. We're starting to see painted ladies. I saw my first swallowtails, which swallowtail is that great big yellow uh, butterfly with the long tails. It's actually our state butterfly for the state of Arizona. Painted ladies are are not as known. They're, they're smaller and they're orange in color with black stripes and stuff. So anyway, they're, they come out and they're kind of the first ones and then swallowtails come out and then monarchs and then all of the others. It is, we're on the migratory pattern here in the mountains of Arizona. And so we start to see hummingbirds, uh, the, the migration of birds of all types. You will absolutely be amazed at the varieties. So we counted uh, or identified birds here for a while. And there we found over 96 varieties of birds right here at the garden center. And so there's a, there's a lot going on. You can find that many or more. Right now I've got uh, mallard ducks. Oh my gosh. What the heck are those crazy ducks doing in my backyard? They're enjoying the pond. It's not that big. They're just there enjoying it. It's hilarious. But when you start to hear uh, ducks out in the landscape, you're kind of going, now what the heck is that? I'm not, now I'm overlooking Watson Lake. I'm just over the hill from Willow Lake. And so I mean, Prescott, Arizona is noted as the city of five lakes. And so we do have a lot of, of waterfowl here, but not in your backyard. And so I think that's also part of the reason we are on that migratory pattern. They're coming north to south, south to north, and they are using the waterways. And so they're using the Verde River and they kind of pop up over here and they're looking at the lakes and they keep going further north. And it's just, we're, we're a, it's, this is a paradise. I mean, this is God's country up here in the central highlands of, of Arizona. Just the mountains are stunning and the birds know it. And so they are using that. So you can attract a lot of different wildlife in your backyard and butterflies are a natural. And so right now you can start planting. We just had our first uh, order of milkweed come in or uh, Asclepia. Is that what the, yes, I think that's the Latin name for milkweed. Butterflies love that. Monarchs are famous for it, but all butterflies like milkweed. They also like alyssum. They like candy tough. Candy tough is a beautiful perennial. It's blooming white right now throughout the North Country. So this is a wild uh, perennial that just grows out there in nature. So animals don't eat it. So javelina, deer, rabbits. But butterflies and hummingbirds know what it is and go, this is a nutritional source. I can, I can rest here for a moment and then keep flying. And so it's a, it's a natural for them. Butterfly bush. Uh, that's a, that's, it says butterfly bush. It actually does attract butterflies. Lilacs though, actually attract even as many or more pollinators to it because it blooms early on when, you know, butterfly bush is more of a summer bloomer. The other name for that is summer lilac. So it usually blooms right after the lilacs do. And so, but the lilacs are the first. That's a great source. Uh, uh, I think uh, your herbs like lavender, rosemary, great, great pollinator for plants. They attract butterflies and bees. The bees are really hungry right now because they have been in hibernation. 
since October, really. So that's a long time for them to hibernate. And so they're coming out with a ferocious appetite and the queen is needy. So they're going out foraging, trying to find anything they can find in bloom right now. Right now, a number one for them, manzanita. They just know what it is. And so they go and pollinate the manzanita, which is in full. You'll see a nice evergreen with red bark. It's got these uh, tiny kind of like double, bigger than BBs, but uh, smaller than marbles. Okay, that's hard to just, okay, over the airwaves. I wish I could show you those, but it's a bell-shaped flower, hundreds of them on this evergreen bush, and you'll see bees and butterflies all over that. So I think we can attract more wildlife into our landscape, even if you're in an apartment. You could easily set a container of, of, of penstemons hummingbirds are going to be all over that. They cannot resist their native penstemon. This is a wild uh, flower, grows up about knee high. It's not quite in bloom up here yet. It's in full bloom down in Wickenburg. Lisa and I went down there last weekend and it's, it's in bloom down there. And the hummingbirds were fighting over those flowers. They just loved it. It's a, and they'll do the same thing. You don't have to put a hummingbird feeder in your yard to attract hummingbirds. They're naturally gonna come because we're on the migratory pattern. We're naturally here along with all of the other birds. What's really fun, we had a, uh, the owls are back. And so we've got a pair of horned owls that just hang out in the backyard and they're hooting up a storm. It's just, that's a beautiful sound. So, okay, so, so mallard ducks are kind of like quack, quack, quack. That's not in my world. A beautiful sound, but to hear an owl just whispering, talking out in, in the back gardens. And I'm sure they're overlooking the ponds like the ducks are and waiting for a meal to crawl by. So, so they are keeping my voles, my rats and chipmunks down. That's good. So you don't want to be that in my backyard because there are, uh, we've got some, uh, some hawks, kestrels, uh, that are also kind of hanging out around. So if your yard becomes active enough, it starts to feed on itself. They start to attract more and more. And what it takes is you need cover for birds. They got to feel safe. You need a place to roost. They want to feel either hang out. Right now I've got uh, a quail in my lavender. So it's a nice, big, thick lavender. And there's a quail's nest in there. And every time I go up and down the stairs where that lavender is, she freaks out. It's just kind of, she, you know, they kind of spook you and you almost have a heart attack when they fly out of the nest. Of course, she's trying to get you to look away from the nest and look over here. Look at me. Follow me. So it's just fun to watch that. And then I'll get to have a quail family running around the yard. It's just, it's just a delight. That's part of the joy. So part of our gardens at our own at the Lane Casa, we are gardening for us. Uh, we've got edible gardens, beautiful gardens. I'm a flower gardener myself. I want beautiful flowers. I like fragrance. So we just had our first scented geraniums come in, just beautiful scented fragrance where people can walk by it. It fills the, the patio up with this wonderful smell. But then the lower half of the gardens are for the birds. And so we, we plant extra blackberries. I have an extra grape just for them. I've got rosemary trailing rosemary across the dry creek bed just for the pollinators. I've got salvias uh, and uh, uh, blue mist spirea over there just for the birds. They're beautiful, 
but it's for me and it's for them. You can have your cake and eat it too. We are Americans, the greatest country that's ever lived. We can have, we can have our cake and, and frost it and the whole thing all at once. And it, 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 we can have that and enjoy life. Watch a sunset. I mean, it's a beautiful place. Like they were saying, I just read it in, uh, I think it was the Washington Post on Sunday. They said that uh, people enjoy sunsets and sunrises more than they even enjoy a symphony. They've got science on this stuff. This is crazy. So it's just like we enjoy this more than a beautiful painting. So that's just nature's beauty. And we're in the heart of it, isn't, are we not? It's just beautiful. I could finally be out in the front yard and read the paper on the front yard uh, sofa chairs outside in my, in my jammies. So if you see someone like with messy hair and looks like they just got out of bed, well, okay, that's me. So just enjoying the fresh air and the butterflies and the hummingbirds are out there floating around. Uh, they just like that. And so I noticed my little finches and stuff. They're coming into the pavers and they're picking the sand. I've got silicon sand in, in between the pavers to lock them in place. They're, those doggone birds are just it's antics watching them. They're picking up the sand they're right at my feet, pecking around, looking for. I'm sure they're using that for digestion or whatever they do, whatever birds do with sand. <laughs> they're enjoying my front yard to do it more with. So gosh, spring is a delight. I love it. Uh, a lot of the first of the flowers are going in. My peonies are about to bloom. Oh, there's a lot going on. Anyway, you can attract butterflies to your yard. Got a lot in store for you. We're going to take a break here. Have Lisa Waters lane in with your garden questions right after this. <laughs> 